have ever wondered why some single mothers seem to come out stronger and even raise very strong children have you also wondered why we have other single mothers who never seem to be able to overcome the pains and their challenges and who never seem to raise their children in the way that is expected of them i've also wondered why we have some children who suffer the effects of fatherlessness all through their lives and sometimes even pass the challenges that they faced down to their children we are going to talk about these things today and sincerely it's going to be worth our time let's dive in Listening to Daddy's Girl Podcast with Favor of Baby, airing fathers and fatherless matters with real life stories. Hello and welcome to my podcast channel. I am excited as always to have you join me today. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And just in case you don't know, I love you. I love you, I love you, I love you. And um, maybe you're just hearing this for the first time. I need to add a very beautiful smile to that. Oh my goodness. Okay, so I wish you can see my face because I'm just smiling just for you alone. Yes, you alone. Yes, I love you and I truly appreciate your support. And maybe you are just joining me for the very first time or you're listening to this podcast channel for the first time. I am excited to have you. Welcome and thank you for finding time to listen to this podcast. You are truly amazing and I do not take any of this for granted. You are loved. I mean, you are loved. I love you and God loves you most. Thank you for joining. And so this is our third episode and it's been amazing 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 i mean from the first to the second and sincerely i am thankful for the growth i'm thankful for all the things that are happening around me i mean it's been challenging but then we keep pushing because we are never going to give up until we get to the finishing line and the idea is not to be better than anybody not even nobody nobody so the idea is to be better than who we were yesterday who i was yesterday and um, i keep making efforts to be better and that is what is keeping me so i don't even know what you're facing at the moment i don't know what you are going through i don't know what you are thinking of giving up on i came to tell you babe you are not gonna give up you are not going to give up please do not give up as long as you know that you are in purpose you are in god's agenda you are in god's will please do not give up don't even think about it and please make sure you are not wanting to be better than anybody just make sure you're wanting to be who god wants you to be that's just by the side okay welcome to my podcast channel and today we are talking about something really really interesting you know oftentimes I give myself time to think about these things and each time I think about them I feel very bad because it's not something we really planned I, I, I mean 
I was raised by a single mother. My father died about 21 years ago and I did not choose my father. I did not choose my mother. I just came to meet my father and my mother. And so it is for all of us. Nobody chose his or her mother. But then as a single person right now, you have the opportunity and the privilege to choose your children's father. And as a father, as a young man, you have the privilege and the opportunity to choose your children's mother. And so you need all this we are talking about so that when you're making your decisions, you can know that you need to make your decisions looking at the kind of future you want. But then I want us to look at something that is really, 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 really disturbing. If you have never thought of it, I mean, you need to start thinking about it. So the question is, why do we have single mothers who come out stronger, who take the whole deal and I mean, they fight for their children, they stand strong and they raise children who are morally right, who are uh, doing great, who are focused and who are even God-fearing, I mean God-fearing, living the life of Christ. And then we have other single mothers who immediately they lose their husbands, everything goes haywire. I mean, they lose their 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 um, their, their confidence, they lose every single thing that they had in that marriage. It happens. And now we have some fatherless children who all their life they go through the consequences of the decisions either their fathers made or their mothers made. And sometimes they never find, they really never find a way to get out of these things. And these things are happening. And so today I want us to talk about why most women, why some women, let me not even say most because that sounds like I'm generalizing them. Okay, let's say why some women are incapacitated when they lose their husbands and how it affects their children and so we're going to be looking at maybe more than just losing the husband even when they are separated when they are divorced how does it affect the woman or when the man abandons the family how it affects the woman how um, some women become incapacitated in that um, in, in, in that family way or something and then how it affects their children so today this is what I want us to look at. Are you ready? Because I mean, I am ready. And I hope you are going to enjoy every bit of it. So let's go in. So as always, I'm going to start the session with a story, a true life story. And this time around, I'm going to be sharing two stories. One story is that of my own story, my own story, my own story. And this is my my story that has to do with my mom and um, in fact i even needed to talk to my mom because this story is something that has to do with her personal life but i'm just going to be sharing it on the on the on the surface and i'm going to be sharing another story of another person and so from there we are going to draw our lessons this um this time and so my mother married in her early 20s and my father was a pastor so my mom wanted to be a police officer but my daddy didn't want that so before my daddy got married to her my daddy made her to stop her exams for her police school because she wanted to go to a police school so my mother went and started learning how to sew which she didn't even finish and so she got married when she got married she was 
I think four years into the marriage, my mother was um, is a very intelligent woman, very, very intelligent woman, super, super intelligent. And so my mother felt like she needed to go back to school. She was heavy in her heart. She needed to go back to school. Even though my father wasn't, didn't have so much at the time to support her in her academics because my father was a, um, a local church pastor. And so they weren't even paid much. And we were just surviving as, you know, pastor's children who people would always support and stuff like that. And so my mother went back to school to do her NCE. My mom was doing her NCE in her final year when my father died. And so when my father died, it was that NCE that my mother used to get a job. Of course, the job that she is still doing at the moment, a government worker, that is who she is. And so um my mother picked up the responsibility of taking care of us of course it wasn't easy it's not been easy with her and then losing her husband at a very young age and i can tell you the reality it wasn't easy but she picked up her attitude towards the situation was different of course we are all girls we are we, we are all girls and my mom knew that it wasn't easy to remarry with four girls and so she made up her mind that she was going to give us her very best and i can tell you that my father wherever my father is right now he is smiling and he is cheering my mother up in heaven and that is just super amazing and so i have another woman who also lost the husband and the husband this time that also has a local church pastor and this time the woman didn't have nothing she, she didn't go to school i don't know how, how much of the skills that she has and what she can do with them but the thing is that she has just two children but amazingly or unfortunately let me not use amazingly unfortunately she can't even take care of those two children properly she like none of them is able to go to school because she is able to support them all of them have written wire because somebody or their family or their senior family members has paid their fees or something. But she's not able to stand up on her ground and do anything for these kids. So you see the the, the difference. And now a lot a lot of things are happening with those children. They are into this. They are into that. They are not. They are not stable. And these things are not really their making. Because if they had a strong support system, of course, who is supposed to basically their mother pushing them to the height and teaching them the right things, they would have done better. So these are two stories of two women. One was even younger. My mom was way younger than this woman I'm talking about. I know her in person. In person, I know her very well, but not maybe I've met her once or twice. So but I hear her stories often. Now, my mom was way younger, way, way younger than this woman. So today, I want us to look at why do these things happen and how it affects the children. Why do those women get incapacitated? And then I also have other women who lost their husbands and who are doing amazingly well, amazingly well in their careers, who have been able to struggle through the pains and the challenges and who are raising amazing children like my mom is doing so number one we are going to look at one reason why these women are incapacitated why these women 
um, are grounded why these women look helpless when they lose their husbands or when their husbands abandon them or when they are divorced or separated is number one the condition of the family before the death of the uh, or the separation and so this is what happens in some families they are already poor they are already in the struggling situation they are already in the season where they can't even afford three square meals they are already in 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 a situation where they can't even pay school fees for their kids they're already in the situation where the man is the one who is funding the bills who pays the bills all the bills is on the man the woman is just taking care of the children and sometimes they are already in a place where they are owing so much maybe the man was sick for a long time before he died and so they have they've used all the money they have to take care of the man's health and maybe at the end he couldn't survive it so now these things are going to contribute to how the woman is going to stand after the death of the man so if the woman was never working if the woman had never earned money if the woman didn't have no skill if the woman is not educated if the woman is 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 um, was a liability or a full house um a full house wife before the man died it is not going to be easy for the woman to stand up so because it is going to take her time to realize what is happening it is going to take her time to come to a point where she makes a decision of what she wants to even do with her life so because she wasn't even thinking in that direction but this is totally different for a woman who was already doing well in her career maybe was doing this job and was earning her money alongside with her husband and just had to support the husband this woman is going to continue with her career even though it is going to be stressful on her to pay the bills that her husband's or um, her husband was uh, was paying i mean it is difficult for two persons so that more of when it is one person so it is going to show on her but she is not going to be weighed down the way a woman who didn't have nothing is going to be weighed down so this is where they start looking for support is here that they start looking for who to blame it is here that they start um they start um looking for all the bad things to go into because at this point they are totally totally grounded because there is nothing on their own and so maybe the man was even owing like we see like we see in the book of second kings chapter four so the condition of the family has a lot to do with what happens when the head of that family is no more it it has a lot to do with how the woman is going to be able to handle the things that come out of his absence it has a lot to do with what the woman can do if the man abandons her and the family so a lot of women a lot of single mothers are, are, are suffering today are struggling today because they didn't have a good stand when their husbands were there and when their husbands were alive and of course i say this always if my mother was to do business my mother is not a good business person I mean, we've tried businesses. I'm not sure there's any, any business that my mother has done up to one year, like like one year on a row. So, but then she's a good teacher. 
and my mom has been able to raise us with that little money that they pay she knows how to do her things pay her school pay school fees and my mom and my mom even went ahead to do her degree while we were still in secondary school and primary school and you know you can see how that moves but some people can can't even feed their children some people can't even feed their children talk more of trying to even pay their school fees and things like that because already they are not in a position that they can do that and so that is what happens why some women are incapacitated when they lose their husbands or when they are separated or abandoned by the men number two poor or no investment in the woman oh my goodness you know this one gets me really um um, um concerned because as of yesterday i heard somebody saying that his cousin is it his cousin okay no her niece is it her niece her nephew yes i'm right now her nephew was telling the wife that he doesn't want her to work that he wants her to take care of the children now i am not gonna judge that i am um, i'm not gonna i'm not in their family i don't know what and why the man is taking that decision but then this is what happens a lot of times some men take this decision without adequately considering or adequately examining the things that follow these decisions and so sometimes you see a woman who doesn't have a degree who doesn't have a skill and she gets married and the man now says you don't that he doesn't want her to work and the man is paying the bills paying this and that and the thing is weighing the man down and someday sometime the man is no longer there and the woman has to take care of these responsibilities now listen remember that, that that this woman don't have a degree no skill and so she just dazzles into business and of course in nigeria it's not even easy to start a business and from that business that woman is going to pay school fees is going to feed the children is going to pay accommodation fee oh my goodness you can see there is no way this woman would be able to stand there is no way unless god intervenes for her and of course we are required to be wise and so some men when they take these decisions they don't invest in their wives you cannot send your wife to school you can um um, you see you can't support her or encourage her to further you can't encourage her to do more you can't encourage her to stand better you wouldn't even invest in her business you can't even support her start a business how do you expect this woman to take care of your children in your absence so because life happens life happens I am not saying that women don't die. I mean, women die, but now I'm talking about in the case of the man not being there again. So men should learn how to invest in their wives. Know that these women you are investing in are the mothers of your children. If you know that the see that the woman you married is the mother of your child or the mother of your children, and she is going to be the one to raise your children, to support your children, to support you in raising your children, you will know that your that the investments that you make in her life really matter. I mean, they matter a lot. If you need to push her business, please push her business. If I mean, don't be afraid of she being able, um, going to a CD or something. I mean, 
is still one. I mean, the two of you are one. So if you need to push her, push her. If she needs to go for further career, push her. Because these things are the things that will help her to survive and even raise your children. Unless you want her to start begging. And so when these women are not... Um, are not standing on their own they're just depending on the man for every single thing and a woman um she you married a woman with andy and you know that her job as a, when she got married to you is paying her um maybe about thirty thousand naira, and you know quite all right that if you invest in this woman and she goes back to school for her hnd and then for her degree that she's going to earn more and you are being limited, you're thinking of other things, and you are saying, no, you're not going to do that, that, let her calm down for the children. It is good for her to calm down for the children, but you also remember that if you are not there, how much she earns has a lot to do with how much those children are going to survive. So, this is one reason why women are totally some women get incapacitated you know they now start struggling you know they move and they can't even maintain the level of life that those that um their family was living before the man died because i mean it is no longer there so the woman was not doing so much the man was just all in all and so when the man dies the woman is battling trying to survive and now I, I'm going to go back to my mother. My mother was already teaching in a private school, was doing some business here and there before my father died. And so when my father died, she taught a little in the, in the private school before she went into the government as And even when we were there, I remember helping my, um, um, I remember selling Gary, frying Gary for sale. I mean, I remember doing Akamo preparing Akam and selling those are the things that we did at several occasions just to support my mom and just to make sure that we were able to eat now imagine my mother didn't do that nce imagine my mother didn't go back to school imagine we we um my father didn't support her or my mother or my father was against her going back to school what do you think would have become of her because i know my mother is not um it, it, is, is not even a business person but then look at how the little one that she has now is helpless and i'm sure that if my mother had done better had done more that she would have been able to even support us more so now these things are the things that we sincerely need to consider especially for this um, young men our generation of young men um, of young men and women of course, I know that a lot of things are changing. Men are opening their eyes. Men are beginning to think wide. But then I still hear some men, I still see some people who think their women, their wives do not deserve a lot. I'm telling you, that woman deserves a lot. Please, as much as you can, give her um, the space, allow her to fly because the flying is for the two of you and it is going to be beneficial to the family. Okay, number three the woman's level before the incident okay so um i talk about this and then i can connect it to the last point i gave the woman's level what is that woman's level now some women are more mature in mind so when these things happened um, and happened to them they take it up and they do not sit at the place where the thing met them they decide to move ahead to live a life that is pleasing to god to make sure that children are not going to see and um, shame or anything you know so that, that that 
um, their level of maturity has a lot to do with how they take these things and how they turn out at the end of all these things. Their level of academic, some people, you know, I was saying that you see a woman you, that you want to help. I mean, a lot, lot of times when people want to help you, what they ask you is what do you have? Like the widow, the prophet's widow in Second Kings chapter for what prophet Elijah and um, Elisha asked her was what do you have what do you have now some women don't even have nothing like you want to help them some widows you want to help them and they have nothing nothing absolutely nothing no academics no skill nothing and sometimes I am not in support of giving a widow a single mother money for business especially when it is um, about fifty thousand or hundred thousand you're just trying to play with that woman because when you are giving somebody who needs to pay rent who needs to feed the children who has a sick child a hundred thousand to start a business you are killing the person the person is going to first solve family problems first before going into business and now even when the person goes into business is it not the same business i mean how much gain is the business bringing that woman will pay rent the woman will feed the children the woman will pay school fees that woman will take care of um, bills i mean how much is the gain of the business so at this point women need to have something in their hands the men should ensure that their wives have something that their levels are not as low as anything and and that goes back to the point that I said, keep supporting them. Make sure they are moving ahead. And this also has to do with the woman's level of understanding, the woman's ability to handle what has happened, and the woman's financial ability. So now, I met a young man some time ago who I wanted to invite to my show. And you know what he told me? He said, I lost my father early, but I have never known anything poverty. And that sounds like, yes. That people who have lost their fathers and they don't know anything called poverty. I can tell you. Now, not because their fathers were really rich, no. But because even though their fathers are rich or were rich or had investments, their mothers know how to manage the investments. Their mothers know how to, um, how to manage the finance. Their mothers are doing well on their own. I mean, doing good jobs and so forth. And so for these kind of people... They only miss their father per se. They miss the memories. They miss the the um the relationship and so on. But they do not miss the fact that he's not providing for them again because everything that they need was already put in place. I mean, everything they need is already and their mother is not slacking. So their mother is um is matured, is able to handle the finances, is able to handle the, the, the investments, is, is, is doing her own job, is growing even in the job. And so the children are seeing all these things and they are not going back. And so some children don't even know what is poverty because their mothers are doing well on their own. And so for, so for women who their husbands have no investment they don't have any job they don't even have any money of their own they are looking for who to help them to start a business and even when they start the business they can't even handle the business and they move from one business to the other i have seen these things happen my mom is not a business person so we have moved from one business to the other 
but her job has been there she knows how to manage to raise her money do her meetings put her money invest her money in this and that and get it back to pay school fees knows when to plan and how to plan for the payment of school fees against the next session you know those kind of things and those things are the amazing part so this if we have women if we educate our single mothers especially those ones in the rural areas those ones who have nothing on how these things work i'm, I'm sure they will do better and then if men and um, husbands fathers are helping their wives to get better things will not be so bad when they are no longer there and for women when the man abandons um, them they do not now get incapacitated that they live the life like nothing has ever happened to them before or they now start living a life of and begging and stuff like that these things are the things that we really need to consider and so i'm gonna also say the fourth point i have here is okay the influence of the extended family towards the woman and her children so i want to say this particularly for myself for a long time i had a very big hatred for my father's people I just had one or two persons who were very special to me but others i mean i can remember several in my dreams i used to fight my cousins i used to fight my uncles i was that bitter towards them i was angry because they didn't treat us so well they didn't treat my mother so well so i saw them maltreat my mother and i didn't even need my mother to tell me anything i took over the fight i remember i wanted to read law because i wanted to sue my own because i wanted to show them that they can't even mess with my mom so these things are still happening a lot of extended families are not treating the women right and so when the man um dies or abandons the children or something they go and take every single thing from the women and from their children so and some families are just not caring they abandon these children they abandon the women so sometimes they go as far as making the women feel like they are the ones responsible for the man's death these things are going to incapacitate the woman it is going to make the woman unable to rise unable to focus and, and you know so sometimes it makes them feel like they are they made a mistake which is not supposed to be so so if some families if families can put hands together support the women and you know some people have really bad characters i can't even deny that yes that's true but then do your own bit as extended family do not deny them do not abandon them do not think that everything is money and you know some people go as far as going to take the investments and drag the investment with the women and um, sometimes they even go as far as even um, um asking the woman to leave the children or even go with the children i mean those things are not called for these women are going to go through life painful you know feeling like they are not accepted they are not and immediately they start feeling like that when any family any extended family gives any child that feeling that they are not accepted you are almost ruining the life of that child now that child is going to go with the mindset that my father's people don't love me they don't care about me i mean it happened to me for a very long time but then i um i see i even think of my mother who kept telling me that these people can help you 
I mean, you can just look at them. They don't even have. If they have, you can even say, okay, let's start begging. But they don't even have. So calm down. You know, so, but for some people who have, if you have and you're not giving them, these children feel like they are not accepted. As, uh, and this happens very well for the girls. Like they feel like they're not accepted in their homes. And here they and they're going to start looking for love here and there, how to survive and stuff like that. So please, if attended families can extend love, can open their arms wide open, support the women, support the children, these women will not be incapacitated. If your um, if the men have some properties, do not go dragging those properties with the women because you know that they have children to take care of. And I mean, if they do not have those things, how do you expect them to raise these children? And I can't even say this enough that extended families are very fast to come and claim children when they are successful. So if we have extended families, who are putting out care for the single mothers in their um, in their families and not going after them sexually. I mean, I'm gonna share this in a later um, this episode on how people I trusted, people my father would have never believed would come after my mother did, and how I can never forget those scenarios because these things happened to me, and sometimes I feel for my mother. I feel for my because these people are people that wouldn't have even come an inch to my mom if my father was alive. Of course, I'm gonna talk about that in 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 a later podcast. So if extended families and relatives are caring, they should be caring genuinely and not the care that they are caring and they are looking for something at the back or or the fact I even know one who told my mom that she's never gonna support that he's never gonna support us until my mom is able to give him something i mean can you hear that and that is somebody that my father would have called a brother a relative so these things are happening and these things are the things that make these women fake i mean ungodly decisions and they decide to just move away and leave their children to live life anyhow because at the point they get tired and they get frustrated okay and so the fifth point i want to say here is the women or the woman's attitude to everything that happens. And so this is where I'm going to end this um, this point. Maybe I'm going to continue with the effect on the children in the later podcast. Maybe next week. But then I want to say this attitude is everything. I read a book in 2019. 2019 attitude is everything. That book is, um, I mean, it changed my life. And um, I am grateful that I read that book. I'm grateful that I read. Then I read another book in 2018 that I love so much. It's um, a small book that is awesome. Who Moved My Cheese? Then these two books um, have a little of um, these things. Um, they have a bit of things to do together. And the ability of people to realize that change has happened and be very fast to move with the change and of course pattern a good attitude towards what has happened is a very great way to move ahead so i'm gonna say this because a lot of times 
What puts people down? What makes people incapacitated? What makes people lose their minds? What makes people lose the future that God has for them? It's not really what has happened. It's not really what they are going through. Or it's not even the challenges, but how they see the challenges, the attitude they put on towards the challenges. These are the things that happen. And so I am always and always, I tell you this, my mother but my father is blessed to have married my mother and i'm sure he is cheering my mother up wherever he is so my mother took it upon herself she did not see it like life has ended and thought i want to put it up to you that my mother was my my grandfather's only girl child i mean they pampered her. my mother came from a home where she was pampered the last child and the only girl so she was pampered so my mother didn't know anything like this going to farm farm was not something my mother um, did on a force by force even though she grew up in the village but she never did it on this um you must farm you must do this and because she was a pampered child and she had elderly ones who were really really elderly um older than her rather but then my mother when that thing happened she took it upon herself she trusted god i remember my mother crying nights and i i remember how she narrates her story her visions of how god came to her in the dream and telling her that she's going to that he's going to see her through these things are the things that helped my mother the right attitude is one of the things why some women are not able to rise above their challenges especially when they lose their husbands i've seen single mothers who are doing amazingly well not because they're not facing challenges but because they have chosen the right attitude but i also see other single mothers who every time you talk to them is bitterness you get Every time you talk to them, they give you a thousand and one excuses why they can never get up from where they are. I've also seen single mothers who never are able to even get a child out of secondary school because they have a thousand and one excuses. And I've also seen others who never had really nothing but went into something, had the right attitude towards it and was able to use it to raise their children from second, from primary to secondary and to the university level so i don't know if you know any single mother i want you to tell that single mother that the first thing he or she, um, that she needs rather for the right thing to start happening is the right attitude so whenever i feel like i am not getting something right whenever i feel like i am getting overwhelmed with my challenges with the things i'm facing the first thing i want to do is to run to god and tell god to teach me where i am getting it wrong because when you put up the wrong attitude you are always 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 gonna be faced you're, you're never gonna see the brighter side i am never going to see that there is a purpose for every pain now i am talking to you because i was raised by a single mother who saw the need to invest in us and who saw the need to stay put to stay put and trust on god so what if my mother was not ready for all this now let me even ask you what if, what if my mother got married to a man who never cared about us and so she would abandon us we would get married at the age of 18 16 get pregnant and run out of house and everything so today our fourth girl is 21 years old okay she's going to be 21 by next month and then we are grateful that god has brought us this far we are grateful see we are still on the journey but let me tell you it's not been easy but then we can tell you that god has been faithful and we are trusting god because we are only putting 
all our trust in him. So the right attitude is a major problem. I've seen single mothers who, even with all the investment that their husband left for them, they are never able to raise their children. They waste everything. I've seen single mothers who abandon their children after they lose their husbands and run away. And I understand that it can that it, it, it can be frustrating. It can be it can be overwhelming. Yes, but when you come back to your mind. Put on the right up and um, the right attitude, and know that see there is always a purpose for every pain. It is not God's will that we will perish. It is not God's will that we will suffer. It is not God's will that we will go through all this in life. But then the the, the Bible has also said that. After you have suffered for a while, after. So it means that every suffering is for a while. Even if you're going through it now, even if you are having to raise your children alone, even if you're having to go through life without a father and then without a mother, I came to tell you that the right attitude is what you need. You need it. You need it. You need it. And when you get it right, put your trust in God, then you are able to even see that there is light even in the darkness, that there is light at the end of the tunnel, that, excuse me, that there is light at the end of everything. So these things I've said so far are the reasons why I sincerely think that most single mothers, some single mothers rather, are incapacitated. Number one, remember I said the condition of the family before the um the death of the man i also talked about poor or no investment in the women in in in, in wives by their husbands and then i also talked about the level of the woman before the incident happened it, it it has a lot to do with how the woman is going to handle it and then i also talked about the 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 influence of the extended family how the extended family takes the family and um, how they how they treat this woman and the children can incapacitate the woman can frustrate the woman and can make the woman begin to act in the way she did not plan to act and finally i said that the woman's attitude of course this is the peak of it or the woman um the the woman's attitude has a lot to do with how she's going to see the debt how she's going to see the lack how she's going to see her children how she's going to see the future and how she's going to see the numerous opportunities that god has for her i trust that this podcast episode particularly this episode has blessed you so much so please do me a favor share Get someone to listen, get a single mother to listen, get a fatherless child or teenager or adult to listen, get get a father, a young man, a young woman to listen. I mean, it is something that I really want everybody to know and to listen. Thank you for joining me again today. Thank you for listening. And like I have always told you, I love you and I love you and I love you. And sincerely, I appreciate every single support that I've gotten from you. I am open to feedback. I am open to corrections. If there's anything you think I said wrongly, if if there's anything you think I should um, add on, I am open to all those things. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And sincerely, again, I love you. So please do well to follow us on our, on, on, on our social media platforms. I stammer. I hope you know. I stammer. <laughs>
I'm sorry about that. Okay, so please do well to follow us on, on our social media platforms. My initiative is Fatherless Yet Father on Facebook and on Instagram. And um, I am Favor Ogwibe on Facebook and on Instagram. I am sincerely grateful. Thank you for following. On Thursdays, we pray for fathers. Every 7 p.m., we pray for fathers. We pray for single mothers. We pray for fatherless children. This is something that the Lord laid in my heart to do. And I take out time to intercede for these people. So please, if you have that burden, if you want to join me, you want to join us, please um, reach out to me. And of course, the information, the details are on our social media platforms. Just go on MixR and search for favor oh you're gonna see me we are always live on thursdays at 7 p.m and of course we go live on instagram on sundays every second and last um, and last sunday i go live with a friend all the way from jamaica where we talk about issues concerning fatherlessness and fathers every second sunday and last sunday of the month we talk about fathers and it's always by 6 p.m nigerian time Yes, 6 p.m. Nigerian time. Okay, so I also go live on my own handle to talk about, to encourage fatherless children and single mothers. This is one thing that God is doing. This is one area that God wants us to shed light on. And sincerely, I am dedicated to this call. Thank you for following and thank you for always and always coming around. I love you. I love you and, and I love you. God bless you and have an amazing, amazing, amazing day. Bye.